You're tuned in to The Todd Coconado Show, otherwise known as The Remnant, one of the most listened to podcasts in the Christian community. You can visit our website, toddcoconado.com, and now broadcasting live around the world from Music City, USA, Nashville, Tennessee, here's the host of the show, Pastor Todd Coconado. Hello, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to today's broadcast. Merry Christmas to you. Yeah, I said it. Merry Christmas. (laughs) Can you believe that Merry Christmas triggers people now? Merry Christmas? Are you kidding me? So you're okay with the drag queens teaching the kids. You're okay with the person, the occupier in the White House. I don't even know if he's in the White House. Where is he? I don't know. Yeah, you're okay with Hunter Biden and his laptop. You're okay with all this stuff, but but don't say Merry Christmas. Don't say Merry Christmas. I'm triggered by you saying Happy Holidays. Come on, man. Come on. I hope every one of you is going around saying Merry Christmas to everybody. I really do. This is a, and by the way, I know there's people that say, don't celebrate Christmas, it's pagan. Here's my answer to that. This is different than Halloween. Halloween to me is a holiday, a holy day to Satanists, to witches, to people in the occult. How do I know this? Well, I've interviewed people from, you know, that they used to be part of the occult. They used to be witches and warlocks and people that came from that world. And they, they've shared to me, you know, what it meant to them, Halloween. So I made a personal decision not to celebrate Halloween after years of research into that holiday now I know some of you celebrate it and listen here's the thing I'm not here to criticize you and I'm certainly not attacking you if you do all I'm saying is if you're a Bible believing Christian ask the Holy Spirit and research research it and then you have to come to your own conclusion you know each of us are on a different place in our faith journey and I'm not trying to say I'm better than any of you but for me it was a personal decision that I'm not going to celebrate Halloween because again I did research I asked people that were in the occult, that were formerly in the occult, and uh, you know they, they shared with me what that holiday meant to them. And to me, that was enough. Now, here's the contrast, okay? Christmas is celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ. Now, I know the time of the year is probably not correct. I know there's aspects of pagan stuff in there. But see, what I try to do is not celebrate any of the pagan stuff, but it doesn't mean that I don't want to celebrate the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. I think it's a great opportunity for you to go out there and and to share the good news. I think it's a great opportunity for us to share because I remember after, you know, pastoring 17 years in Chatsworth, California, and, you know, been a pastor even longer than that, I've, I've known a lot of people that will only come to church on Christmas or Easter. It's just the fact. I mean, the services are always more crowded on those days. And I was one of those people, by the way, back in the day when I was in Hollywood, I still had a form of godliness and I would show up into a church once in a while. Now, I was Catholic back then before I gave my heart to Jesus. And I was Catholic because my Italian family was Catholic and my father was Catholic. And, you know, that's what Italians were. They were Catholics, right? At least from where I came from. So, you know, that was my my introduction into a church was Easter's and Christmas services. And those were about the two times a year that I would sober myself up enough and put on the Sunday gear and take my girlfriend and go over there to the church. And, you know, we thought we were doing something good. That's, that's the way it was back then until I wholeheartedly 
had an encounter with the living God and gave my whole heart to the Lord. And then it was a totally, you know, game changing moment in my life. And everything was different after that. But when I had the form of godliness, when I was flirting with possibly being a Christian, I would go on Christmas and on Easter. So why would I negate that, that there is probably going to be people, yes, there is, right now that are in that same position in their life, and they will step into a church on a Christmas service or on an Easter, and what if the Holy Spirit encounters them during that experience in the church? What if what if all of a sudden they, they, they have an encounter with God like I did? Why would I want to take that away from them? Why would I want to close that door of opportunity for so many people? So to me, you got to look at the spirit behind it. Halloween, I'm not seeing anything holy there. I mean, you know, maybe somebody's going to write me and tell me something different. I have heard that there's other festivals and things that, you know, maybe have some redemptive value as far as Halloween. But to, to my research, everything that I've kind of researched over the years, it just to me doesn't make sense to, to open that door in my life. But, but Christmas is different because Christmas... The, the spirit behind it, when you take out the pagan stuff and you take out the stuff that we've made it about, Hallmark and the retail chains and everything else, and you look at the core of it, it's, it's the premise of it is to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. That's the premise of it. And to me, that's a good premise because you get to tell the story. And, and secular people will, will, for whatever reason, kind of let their guard down maybe two times a year, maybe some it's only one, and actually get into the spirit and, and, you know, hey, what is this about? Oh, it's about the birth of Jesus? Let me learn more about that. And we're able to tell the story. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son, son is given, and the government shall be on his shoulders, and his name shall be Emmanuel, Prince of Peace. You know, it's like we start to tell the story, and the word of God does not return back void. So you start telling, so this is what I would encourage of you, is to, to get in the spirit of God and say, Lord, let me be about your business this Christmas season. I'm not preaching to you. I'm, I'm just talking. I mean, because there's so many things we could be upset about right now, but what if we find that peace that passes understanding? What if we find that joy that the word of God talks about? What if we find rest in the Lord this season and say, Lord, I trust you with all my heart, I lean not on my own understanding. In all my ways, I acknowledge you. You're going to direct my path. I'm in the world, but I'm not of it. What if we start understanding what the Bible says and applying it and, and making disciples and, and looking for those open doors that the Lord puts along our path to share the good news? Because the gospel's the good news. There's so much bad news, but the gospel's the good news. You know, every time I go on like one of these sites like Drudge or one of these, you know, and I know he sold out and it's basically a leftist propaganda site at this point. But, you know, I just I just kind of see what they're talking about sometimes. I mean, every time it's bad news. It's always bad news. There's almost never anything that's like exciting on there. That's like, yay, praise God. It's almost always bad news. And I think that as the time gets later, the hour gets later, it's just going to be more of this. It's going to be inundating us with bad news, with, with sound bites and with, you know, headlines of just bad, bad news. And that's why so many saints are walking around with their heads down because we've, we've bought into their propaganda. We've bought into their narrative. But see, we've got the good news. What is the good news? It's about Jesus. And it's about what he did on that cross to connect us back with a holy God 
that even though we were born sinners and even though we're still, you know, we're sinners all have fallen short of the glory of God, but because of this Savior that died on the cross for our sins, because of what he did, we're able to be redeemed, restored back to a holy God and connected with a holy God. And by the way, rule and reign for all eternity with Jesus. That's like the best news ever. You know, my little daughter, she watches these shows and it says like best day ever. You know, that's like the best news ever. Like not only is he with you here on earth and he empowers you and you can find that peace that passes the understanding and you can lay down your burdens at the foot of the cross. Not only can all that happen, but he, but we rule and reign with him for all eternity. All we got to do is accept Jesus in our heart. This is the best news ever. It's the best, and it should put a smile on our face because we're just passing through here. It's the best news ever. So, of course, the deep state and the, you know, the people that have given themselves over to the demonic and the angry people that you see online and, you know, these leftist, socialist, communists that are trying to take over our society. Well, of course, they don't like Merry Christmas because what you're saying is Merry, happiness, joy, peace, you know, Merry, yay, I feel good. I'm, you know, that's Merry, right? And then, Christmas, well, Christ, Christmas, Christ, it's about Christ. They don't want us talking about Christ. They don't want anything to be about Christ because it's that name, that sweet name of Jesus. Somebody's listening right now and you're going through a challenge in your life. And it's like something about that name though. You start speaking out the name of Jesus over your situation. You start speaking out, oh, Jesus Jesus, I need you. Jesus, get my heart right right now. Jesus, you know, make the crooked path straight. Make a way where it seems like there is none. And you start just declaring, Jesus, I'm telling you, when I just start speaking that name, Jesus, Jesus, things start changing. I mean, the situation starts changing right in front of me. It's amazing what the name of Jesus does. He's a strong tower. The righteous run in and they are saved. Are you righteous? Are you, are you running in to the strong tower of Jesus? Are you declaring it over your life and your situation? If you do this, it's a game changer. So we're going to say Merry Christmas. And we're going to de- declare that to people. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I want to talk more about Christmas. Who is this King of Glory? You know, I talked about it on the Sunday service. We're going to talk about it a little bit more on the show today. Who is this King of Glory? He's wonderful counselor, wonderful, awe-inspiring. So stick around. You're going to be encouraged. Stick around, pastortodd.org, pastortodd.org, and we'll be right back with the Todd Coconut Show. All right, welcome back to the Todd Coconato Show. Pastor Todd here. Thank you for tuning in. Dry bones rattling, baby. Come on, speak to those dry bones. I'm telling you, I'm tired of the negative. You know, people walking around with their heads down. I get it, trust me. That, that depression tried to come on me. I'm done with it. I'm in a new season now. I'm not going to sit here and hook into that nonsense anymore. I'm not hooking into that garbage. That's what the devil wants from me is that garbage. You know, I was looking at these these polls and, you know, what they say about President Trump and, you know, just all these ridiculous things in the news. Such demonic garbage. Come out from among them. Come out from among them. 
Well, listen, we're going to talk about some of the scripture that that is in the word of God. That's where scripture is found about Christmas. Christmas scripture. Let's talk about 1 Timothy 1, uh, 15 through 17. 1 Timothy 1, 15 through 17. It says this. Here is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. Who? Sinners. Who? Sinners. Perfect people? No, sinners. Of whom I am the worst. But for that very reason, I was shown mercy so that in me, the worst sinners, Christ Jesus might display his immense patience as an example for those who would believe in him and receive eternal life. Now, to the king, eternal, immortal, invisible, the only God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Hallelujah to that. It's amazing to me how many people walk around like the, you know, they're basically modern day Pharisees, religious people that walk around like they're, mm, don't stink, okay? That's how you say, Pastor Todd, did you just say that? Yeah, because that's what they act like. They act like, you know, they're just so perfect. Man, I hope I never act like that. I am far from perfect. Now, am I redeemed? Yes. Am I saved? Yes. Am I set free? Yes. Am I healed? I'm on my way. I'll probably be healing until the day that I die, but I'm seeking my healing. I'm fighting for my healing. I'm set free, and I'm delivered by the blood of Jesus Christ. Are you? I believe you are if you've accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I believe you are if you're seeking God with all your heart, if you hunger and thirst for righteousness. What's up with these people? I call them self-righteous super saints that walk around like they just got it all figured out. They're perfect. No, you are not perfect, dude. You're not perfect. You may act like it, you may think it in your mind, but you're wrong because the Bible says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory. It says there's, there's, a, there's a time there where this woman was going to get stoned and, and Jesus said, uh, excuse me, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. What, what does he say? He says those uh, who are without sin, why don't you throw the first stone? Yeah, those of you that didn't sin, you know, those of you that haven't sinned, you go ahead and throw that stone. What was he doing? He was pointing out that every person in that crowd was a sinner in need of a savior. That's who we are. Now, the reason why the world and the demonic and the devil doesn't like the name of Jesus is because in the name of Jesus, people are set free and healed and delivered. There's something about that name. You know that old song? Something about the name of Jesus. That's why even when you just say the name of Jesus, and I know some people are going to say, well, his real name is Yeshua. Then say Yeshua. Go ahead. Say it. it. It's about the name. I believe that the name of Jesus is sufficient, though. I believe there's power in the name of Jesus. Why? Because we can see clearly that the, they're trying to take out the name of Jesus and everything. And everything. You know, there's, there's people now, they want to upend everything about everything. Have you noticed this? Like, you know, Christmas is bad. This is bad. Everything's bad. And then, you know, we have a guest on the show, and it's like, no matter who I have, there's somebody that writes me about why they're awful not to have them. And we do vet our guests. We're doing it more and more. I mean, extensive vetting at this point because of all the accusations. Satan's the accuser of the brethren, by the way. But you know what I've come to understand is no one is ever going to be happy with anything. 
Because there's people that are just always looking to be offended and always looking to find something. But what we need to be doing is putting that same energy into God, in our relationship with him, into trying to find his heart. If we spent all that time on the in prayer and on our knees and on our faces before God instead of trying to find the, you know, the, the little speck in everybody else's eye when we got a plank in our own, according to the word of God, Imagine that. Imagine if we took the time that we do to criticize so many other people and we and we turn that around and, re, and, and reflect on our own actions and what we could do better and how we could be more in the presence of God. What can I do in this next year? We're, we're getting close to the end of the year. What can I do to be a better husband? What can I do to be a better father? You know, the whole thing, do better. What can I do to be the change in this world? Imagine if every Christian woke up and said that. How can I be about your business today? What can I do to be the change? Because we're really good at pointing out all the things that are wrong. And listen, I know some people need to hear that because they don't even see what's wrong. There's some people that just have their hands over their ears and their head buried. So there has been a season of expose, and I think there's been a time, and there's certain things that people need to understand and see. And so there's some amazing people that have put together shows and podcasts and all this information documentaries to bring forth to the light a lot of this stuff that's been in darkness as the scripture said what's been done in darkness will be brought to light there's a lot of people that have been exposed there's a lot of stuff that's coming out but what do we eventually do with that information when, when we've seen it and we've heard it and we, we've come to the understanding yes the world is wicked yes it's evil Yes, there's a nefarious deep state that, you know, is trying to put together a one world global government. They're trying to take away our rights and freedoms and they have all these different avenues and ways that they're doing it. You know, we know this community that's listening to this show, you probably know 99% of you know that stuff. You know, there's a deep state, you know, there's a demonic agenda, you know, they're trying to put together a one world global government, you know, the the jabs were evil and all the different things that, you know, they don't want you talking about, the elections. And, I mean, we can get into it all. But what I'm trying to say today is you already know that stuff. Some of you may know, know, may know a little bit more. Some of you may be just awakened recently. And so you're, you're just digging into all the information and it's, it's shocking to you. And you're just like, wow, just like all of us, when our eyes were opened to, to many of the nefarious things happening in this world, it's, it's like, whoa. I mean, you could just spend weeks like just listening to different people as they share all this stuff. But what I'm trying to say is I think as we go into 2023, it's like next level now. Like we already have the information. We already know the situation's evil. We already know their plans. We, we've read the documents. We've listened to the documentaries. We know that they're out there trafficking and doing all this wicked, evil, dark, demonic, egregious, disgusting stuff. We know it. So what are we going to do about it? That's the next step. What are we going to do? What, what can we do as believers in Jesus? As believers in Yahshua? What can we do? What can we do? Can we, can we, can we go out there and, and become vigilantes? I mean, I guess some people could, but you know, that might end you up in prison. I mean, I always say I'm a, non, you know, I'm a non-violent guy. Like, I, Look at what Martin Luther King Jr. was able to do. And yet he had a, a stance of nonviolence, but he was very effective. He was effective because he got a strategy from heaven. He was effective because there was an anointing on him. He was effective because 
He was able to show up every day and say, God, how can I be about your business and anoint me and give me the favor and the blessing and let the right people hear, give them eyes to see and ears to hear. All right, we're going to get into a little bit more of this after the break. I got to go to a quick break. PastorTodd.org, T-O-D-D.org. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back to the Todd Coconato Show. Merry Christmas. Merry, 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 Merry Christmas. I'm going to say it like a million times. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> so glad that you guys are here. We're having a little discussion. So we're going into 2023. What can we do better? How can we not get caught up in the weeds? How can we share the good news, live in a state of understanding who we are in Jesus Christ by receiving the good news and then being orators, being people that go out and exude the good news in our countenance and our actions so that when people look at us, they want to actually be a Christian because, hey, that person has joy. That person has peace. Well, what are some of the limitations? Are there limitations? What are some of the things that hold us back? That's probably a better way to say it. That hold us back from walking in the opportune, you know, in in the optimal calling, in the optimal joy, in the optimal peace that we have available to us in Christ Jesus. Well, unforgiveness, unforgiveness is big. A lot of people have a hard time forgiving people. Listen, forgive them, not for them. Do it for yourself. Get rid of the unforgiveness for yourself because you're not carrying that weight and that baggage that's going to keep you down. Because you're, you know, you're carrying it. Get rid of it. Cast it down. I forgive them. You know what, God? You are the one that's going to take care of them. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. You're going to go before me. You're going to take me before the courts of man. But ultimately, Lord God, you are my defense and I shall not be moved. And therefore, let him fight your battle on that one. Forgive the people that have done you wrong. Listen, going into 2023, can we do that today? Can we forgive the, the morons? The people that are just, I mean, for lack of a better word, morons that have just done us dirty, backstabbed us. Yes, we can. We can forgive them. Not for for them. Don't do it. You think you're doing them a favor by forgiving them. You're not. You're doing yourself a favor. But you got to really do it. You got to really forgive them. And that's where it's hard sometimes. You got to really find that place of forgiveness. Listen, if that's you, research it. Research it. Research in the Bible. Research in, you know, in all the different tools that are now available the concordances and the study books and all that about forgiveness and why you should forgive them. Again, you're doing it for yourself. You're doing it for your health and your mental and your physical well-being and your spiritual well-being because God says to forgive. He says, love even our enemies. That doesn't mean we need to like them. It doesn't mean we need to hang out with them. But these people that have done you dirty, first of all, it was probably something demonic in them, number one, that made them do what they did or at least influenced it. I'm not giving them an out or an excuse, but let's just be real. Now, you know, if they're in Christ and they hurt you, well, they better repent, you know, because they're going to stand before the throne of glory one day and have to answer for their actions. But it still behooves you to forgive them. Regardless of their situation, it behooves you to forgive them because it it sets you into a place where you're going to be set up for success. You're not going to carry that baggage and that weight and that unforgiveness. Now, another thing, If you're able to do that, praise God, we all should, we all need to. Trust me, I've had to forgive people that I did not want to. But again, I don't need to hang with them. I don't need to let them back into my life. There's been people that have done me super dirty. And yes, I honestly wholeheartedly forgave them. I can say that before the Lord. 
But then they wanted to be friends again. And it's like, no, I don't trust you, dude. You've already done me dirty. Like, I don't know that you're not going to do that again. That'd be kind of foolish of me to let you back into my life at that capacity right now and, and bring you back into the inner circle. I don't, that's probably not wisdom. You know, some people do something and you see, oh, wow, that's the kind of person they are. Bye. I don't need you in my life. Hey, don't, don't be afraid to let people go. Sometimes you got to let people go. You know, as Christians, we, 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 we think all these things that like we got to be super nice all the time. Listen, just be right before the Lord. Do what the word of God says, but it doesn't mean you got to be, you know, like ridiculously nice to where you get walked all over. It doesn't say that. We're not punching bags. A lot of times we keep people in our life that aren't meant to be in our life. Let them go. Bye. See you later. I don't need that abuse from you. I respect myself. Respect yourself in 2023. Don't chase somebody. There's an old song, don't go chasing waterfalls. But seriously, don't chase these people. Let them go. Bye. Get out. Later. I love you, but I don't need to like you. I don't need to hang with you. You don't need to be in my life. Well, what if it's a spouse? Well, that's different. You know, they're a spouse. You're, you're one before God. You know, if they're an unbeliever, actually, you, your, your salvation can sanctify the home. Your walk can do that. That's what the scripture teaches. It doesn't mean, though, that you're meant to get physically abused. If you're getting physically abused, remove yourself from that situation. If your spouse is cheating on you, you have an out according to the word of God. If they commit adultery, bye. You don't have to, though. You can forgive them if the Lord tells you to or if you feel that that's what you're meant to do. I've seen many marriages healed after somebody was, you know, outside of the marriage, they had sex or they did something and then, God restored the marriage. Hey, look, that takes a really powerful person to be able to forgive that. But some people do it, and and the Lord uses it. So, you know, there's not like a cookie-cutter answer for any of us, but the key is to seek God's heart and to know what the Word of God says. And that's why the Word of God is so important, because it gives us all the instructions. It gives us how to handle every situation. But, see, there's too many people walking around thinking being a Christian is nice. That's not being a Christian is not just nice. It, it's, 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 you know, it's, it's walking in the fruit of the spirit. It's, it's, it's operating in the fruit, kindness, love, patience, long suffering, you know, the fruit, and then, and then putting on the armor of God every day and then going out there and being a representative of Christ and being about the great commission, making disciples. I mean, this is what a Christian is, a follower of Jesus. It's a follower of the way. It's the way that you're set up for success. A follower of the way, if that's you, if you're following Jesus, you're a Christian. You're set up for success even when you have the bad things happen. Now, here's another thing. People get caught up. Well, I'm just this way. That's just the way I am. Sorry, that's the way I am. You're, you're, you're meaning to tell me you're like the only human being that can't change? See, it's, it's easy to point out everybody else's wrongs and flaws, your spouse and your pastor and you know, all these other people that, that have done you wrong. There's a lot of people walking around with the victim mentality. And I'm not saying that these people haven't done you wrong. But in some cases, it is that victim mentality, and you got to cast that down. I'm not the victim. I'm the victor. And I can change, by the way. It's my own stubborn self that says I can't change. But according to the Word of God, can I change? Yeah, the Word of God says you can change. Look at Paul. I mean, Paul, when he was Saul, he was like the worst guy ever. He hated Christians. Paul became the, the one of the most powerful Christians in the Bible. Total Damascus Road. Total, I mean you know, complete shift and change in their life. 
Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Can you do it? Absolutely. Can you change? Can this year be the year that you change? You make the change that that you've been wanting to make for a long time? Well, sure. You got to ask the Lord for strength and strategy. And, And by the way, accountability is good. When you have somebody in your life that you're accountable to. But I don't like hearing from people like, I just can't change. That's the way I am. No, you're not the only human being on the planet that can't change. You just might have to work a little harder at it. There's a lot of people that love excuses. Excuses are like the easy way out. Well, I tried that. It didn't work. Well, try it again. <laughs> you know, or maybe maybe it's because you weren't all in. See, I want to see you set up for success. I'm not trying to be hard on you. But, you know, if I'm going to be a, an effective shepherd and basically a coach, you know, I got to push you a little bit. Stop with those bad habits, by the way. You know, uh, let's talk about that. You know, changing. What about changing the bad habits? Bad eating? You know, you don't ever want to exercise because you're lazy? Oh, I'm hitting some big ones right now. Let's just be honest, though. I had to start getting back on the treadmill because my life is super busy. And I wasn't finding time to exercise. And my health was being affected. But you know what? That's no excuse. There's 10 to 15 minutes in my day that I'm doing something that I could say, you know what? I'll stay up 10 10 minutes longer and I'll work out. Or I'll get up 10 minutes earlier or something. There's never an excuse that we just don't have the time and therefore we won't do it. Nonsense. I guarantee you, you either watch TV or you're on social media or there's something that could be cut out in order to get into a good habit. But we got to kill the bad habits. It's mind over matter a lot of times. And see, that's why the Lord says that, that we are not conformed to the things of this world, but we're transformed by what? The renewing of our mind. Going into 2023, we got to renew our mind. You know, this is the reality, by the way. No more doubt. Is God real? Well, if God's real, why isn't he answering my prayer? You know what? He'll tell you someday, and you'll know. You'll know better by and by, as the old song says. But right now, you praise him in the middle of the situation. Lord, I know you're going to do something. I don't know what you're going to do. I don't know how you're going to do it, but you're going to do it. And I'm going to praise you in the middle of this situation. Stop looking for what you can be offended at. Stop telling me you can't do something. That's just the way I am. Well, then get out your comfort zone. Start start doing what what you need to do to get to where you need to go. Write that down. Start doing what you need to do to get to where you gotta go. Do you gotta position yourself in a certain way? You know, are you prayed up? Are you are you fasting? Are you uh, doing what the word of God says in order to be positioned for success? Are you following the word or are there areas where you have basically just uh, let go and, and you've compromised? You say, well, I'm sleeping with my girlfriend. Okay, well, you know what? Get married. Propose. And if she's not the one, break up. See, there's just certain things that have to come to the to the head here. Because when you're in a bad pattern and you have bad habits and you don't fix them or correct them, That's like the definition of insanity. Just keep doing the same thing over and over and expect a different result. No, you're going to have the continued toxic relationship. You're going to have the continued uh, situation where you're not succeeding because you're doing the same thing over and over and you're expecting a different result. Get out your comfort zone in 2023. Stop looking to blame somebody else for your situation. Look, I don't even know why the Lord's taking us down this path today, but I think somebody needs to hear this. We're so good at blaming others. Who else is good at that? You know who's good at that? Me. 
Oh, yeah. You think that I'm I'm better than anybody here? No. You better believe I used to blame my spouse. I used to blame this one, blame my parents. And you know what? Some One of my friends that really loved me, he said, dude, you better look at yourself, man. You're the problem. Ooh, I was mad. What, dude? What'd you say about me? I'm the problem. Yeah, you're the problem, buddy. And then he walked away. And you know what? Those words couldn't have been truer. I was expecting a different result from the same course of action. And and unfortunately, I was the one causing the problem. Now, were there other people causing me problems? Well, sure. Were there other broken people that I was dealing with and interacting with and it was causing even a worse situation? Yes. But what, what we have to do is we have to focus on what we control. What can we do better in 2023? What do we control? I can spend more time in the Lord. I can spend more time in the word. I can stop being so obsessed with all the negative stuff and living in that place. And instead, I can come out from among them and understand that I have the good news, which is the gospel, and I can live accordingly. Because even though there's a deep state and a a dark agenda and all this stuff, ultimately, I can only control what I can control. And so I'm going to be about the business of the Lord and do what I can do to be the change. But in the middle of that, I'm going to have joy and peace and find rest and hope in Jesus Christ. I'm not going to become obsessed of all this stuff that I'm so focused on that that I'm not focused on God. You, You hear what I'm saying? It's getting rid of the toxic patterns and the toxic relationships and the toxic behaviors and identifying the problem so that then we can find the course of action to find the solution. We got to reflect. We got to look at ourselves. We got to ask the Lord, what can I do better? What can I do better? Well, we can start off by saying Merry Christmas, right? All right, we're going to be right back. This is the Todd Coconato Show, and we're so thankful that you tuned in. You can go to our website, pastortodd.org, pastortodd.org, and uh, there you'll find a bunch of resources and links and different things about everything that we're up to, and we'll be right back. On a green Christmas tree, All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Todd Coconato Show. Merry Christmas. Hope you're having a blessed day. Hope you're having a blessed season. I'm not trying to be hard on you, but I'm just trying to set you up for success. If you listen to what we've been talking about in today's program, we get rid of the toxic behaviors, the toxic relationships, if they're not of God. I'm not talking about just leaving your spouse, by the way. You fight for your marriage. What I'm talking about, though, is there are people in our lives, oftentimes, that we keep around for who knows why reason because I think it's just our brokenness and we don't want to be rejected or we, we you know we feel like if we get rid of them in our life that for some reason something's going to happen that's bad sometimes look you just gotta you gotta have respect for yourself in in 2023 what I want to see from you is you're on the exact will of God for your life you're on course to to thrive and prosper Oh, but Pastor Todd, the world's going crazy. Pastor Todd, there's a digital dollar that's coming into being, and you know we might see the entire economy crash. And you know, and I, and I get the videos every day. Trust me, I know what's going on out there. Okay, but what I'm here to tell you, according to the Word of God, is that we are in the world, but we're not of it, and we can walk in complete and total victory right now and in 2023. 2023 can be the best year of your life. Why does the best always have to be behind us? I believe the best is yet to come. 
but pastor, we're, it looks like we're in the end times or, you know, we're about to go into the tribulation. Look, I get all of that. Trust me. If anybody understands that, I do. I talk about it. I'm well read in it. I'm not saying that I know more than you, but you know, some of you I do. I mean, look, I'm a pastor. I've been I'm studying the word of God for years. I've even taught in seminary classes and things like that. I mean, trust me, I know the Bible. I have to tell you, I do. I've studied it many times. I've read through it several, several times. I've, I've teach on it for, you know, 20, 40 years. Every Sunday, you know, trust me, I get it, okay? But here's the thing. It doesn't matter. What it comes down to is, are we going to apply it? Are we going to live it? We can read it until our face is blue, but do we apply it? Because if we apply it, we are set up for success. You're set up for success. I'm set up for success. This is the reality. Why do I say that? This is the reality. Because there's a lot of people that pretend like it's not. They pretend like, oh, I'll, I'll flirt with Christianity, but then I'll go back to listening to the junk and the nonsense and the propaganda because they tell me that's what's real. Well, stop listening to those people. In 2023, come out from among them, literally. This is the reality. Start operating in the truth of the word of God. Start, start utilizing the tools that he's given you in your life. Don't tell me what you can't do. I don't want to hear what you can't do. You can break the bad habits. Stop listening to the people in your life that have told you you can't do things. If I listen to those people, you think I'd have a radio show? You think I'd be speaking at the different places and all the different opportunities that God's given me over the years? No, I wouldn't be doing any of that. I'd be still stuck in my same job that I was in, you know, in college. And I probably would never have any of these things because I didn't trust God enough in me that he was going to do things that he said he's going to do. You can have an extraordinary life. You can live a life that is extraordinary. You can you can walk in the anointing and the unction of the Holy Spirit today. You can have divine appointments and and it could be so exciting. For those of you that are just in this in this rut, you're stuck. Get out, get unstuck. Do it today. What what are you waiting for? What do you have to lose first of all? Why would you stay another year being stuck? Don't do it. Get out. Get Stop being stuck. You know, people aren't going to tell you this. I tell you because I love you. But, you know, I'm just telling you what the word of God says. Like, you got to trust. You got to have faith. Get unstuck. Start applying the truth of the word of God in your life and see what happens. It's going to be extraordinary. This is why they don't want us saying Merry Christmas because there's a there's a whole thing behind what that means. That means a Savior was born. That means a Savior was born. Merry Christmas means there was a Savior that came into the world that set the captive free. That's what Merry Christmas means. That's why they don't want you saying it. Oh, happy holidays. Wah, wah. No, thank you, buddy. I'm going to stick to Merry Christmas and what it means. Because Merry Christmas means that I was a sinner in need of a Savior, and a Savior came, and he died on the cross for me so that I can live life more abundantly. I don't have to be afraid. I don't have to be ashamed. I don't even have to have my head buried in the sand or be down or depressed. I don't have to listen to the fake news media and what they're telling me is the reality. I know the reality. Somebody needed to hear this today because the Lord just took me on this whole other message you know i mean it's amazing what god does when we just say use me but i believe somebody's been stuck on here you've been stuck in a rut and it's about time to take that frown and turn it upside down oh yeah 
to stop with the nonsense of the words that have been spoke over you telling you what you can't do. Well, I know a Savior, I know a God that can do anything. In fact, it says it in the Word. All things are possible through Jesus Christ who strengthens us. All things. All things. 2023, you got visions, you got dreams, walk in them. Walk forward in Jesus Christ and see what he's going to do. Light a fire under your spirit. You know what I'm saying? Get on fire. Get into the word. Get into prayer. Don't let this be just another year. We've already seen how bizarre the times are. We've already seen how they want to close down the churches. We've already seen the spiritual warfare. We've already seen how wicked these people are. Let's not focus on all their wickedness. They don't get to set the the tone. We set the tone. They don't get to tell me what the reality is. We know the reality. That's why they're afraid of us. That's why they want to censor us. They want to silence us. They want to silence and censor because they know that we hold the keys. It's Jesus. Give me Jesus. Just give me Jesus. That's what I want. Give me more. Let me go deeper in you, Father God. Fill me with your spirit. Create in me a clean heart. Come on. Tired of being on the losing side. We're not on the losing side. They're on the losing side. Demons are the ones that tremble in the name of Jesus. Don't say Christmas. Don't tell me. Don't say Christmas. Merry Christmas. I'm going to make a shirt that says Merry Christmas. I'm going to walk around every single day with that shirt. Man, I'm telling you, I'm tired of this nonsense. Trying to cancel Christianity. You're not canceling. Not on our watch. Not on our watch. No. The drag queen story hour nonsense. You know what? Do, Do some story hours in your neighborhood. Invite people to come out and start teaching them Bible stories. We're going we're gonna to take back this whole thing at the grassroots level. What are we going to do? What are we doing? Why isn't there like a, a Jesus story hour all over, the, all over the news right now? Why doesn't somebody dress up like Jesus and tell the parables? Maybe I need to start doing that. I mean, seriously. I'm so tired of us acting like we're on the losing side. We're not on the losing side. We're only losers if we, if we accept what they say. These are people that are totally nuts. They're demonized people. And we're just going to believe what they say? No, thank you. No, thank you. We know the truth. We know the truth. We have the truth. Don't stuck, you know, stay stuck. Don't stay in your rut. Let this be a year where you step out of your comfort zone. Step into the river of living water that's available. Step into the anointing of the Holy Spirit that's available. Don't give excuses. If you start hearing yourself giving excuses, well, I'm just not that good. Well, I just can't do that. If you start hearing that type of thing coming out, coming out of your mouth, I'm telling you, you better spank yourself, okay, or something. <laughs> I don't know, you know, you got to do something. Smack yourself on the side of your head. I don't know. I'm not trying to be violent here, but seriously, seriously. Don't let yourself speak those things. Catch yourself. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. Catch yourself and say, you know what? Even though I said that, I I take that back. I can do this. Do something that's totally out of your comfort zone. Do something that you would never do, but because you know who you are in Jesus Christ, you're going to do it. Watch what God does when you step out in faith. It's the faith of a mustard seed that moves a mountain. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. I hope you have a wonderful Merry Christmas. I hope you got a smile on your face right now. You know how special you are. 
You know that God is with you. He's never going to forsake you. He's never going to leave you. Start speaking victory over your 2023 and enjoy this time. Be present with your family. Enjoy this time. Friends, if you're single, just enjoy it. Just give God praise and see what he does. All right, love you. Bless you. We'll see you soon. Hey, thank you so much for listening to today's broadcast. If you're hearing this part, you're on the podcast version of the show. And I just want to thank you so much for your support. You know, your support is what keeps this show going. And uh, we're reaching many, many people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the truth. And we're, we're getting the fruit of it because people are writing us from all over the world and uh, reaching out, asking us how they can be saved and just so many amazing emails and letters and things. So this couldn't be possible without your listener support. If you have a heart to give, please go to pastortodd.org and just click on the uh, button there that says to give, pastortodd.org. You can go to toddcoconado.com slash give. And we just appreciate you so much. I pray that you and your family have a wonderful Christmas. And we are very excited about this new year. This is a year of promise. And I'm going to be giving a, a New Year's speech because I think there's just so much ahead that I want to talk about. But very encouraged at what God is doing Remember, it's not the end. It's just the beginning. He's not done writing your story. Uh, I believe the best is yet to come. So stay, stay focused and just keep your mind right and stay in the presence of God and receive his promises for your life. And I'm just praying blessing and favor over you in this Christmas season and, of course, in the beginning of 2023 as well. We love you. We appreciate you so much. God bless you. We'll talk to you soon.